Hi, friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Anya Rock, a woman, artist, entrepreneur, mom, and high-performance coach. I'm working on becoming the best version of myself and inspiring others to do the same. This is my invitation to you to be part of the collective shifting of consciousness. Let's choose love. Let's choose joy. And let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hi, friends. Welcome back. We are halfway through the year. Can you believe it? 2020, the roller coaster ride we never wanted to get on. But like any good roller coaster, just as things are slowing down and you think you're about to get off, it takes the unexpected twist and turn. We thought restaurants were opening, cities are reopening. I had a trip planned, but the roller coaster has taken another twist. Those plans are being canceled. We are being asked to slow our roll. As schools talk about reopening and we're faced with the reality of the precautions and protocols our kids will have to manage, there is a certain reality setting in. There's no going back. We really are moving forward in a post-COVID world. And none of it is the way we want it to be. There was a real moment of grief for me as I sat with the real reality of what my kids will have to encounter if they are in an in-school environment. But the other option, keeping them home, doesn't feel like a win either. It's an impossible decision. And one granted that I know I have the privilege to make. Many don't. So I don't take that lightly. And as a mother, I want to protect my kids. I want to keep them safe, both from having to experience whatever hardships come with the protocols and wearing masks and having plastic dividers between them. And I want to keep them safe and healthy from COVID. So we are torn in two directions. I've been practicing just staying with my breath, trying not to get into the land of crazy, of getting into the divisive conversations of what's right. Is it right to wear a mask? Is it right to open schools? I don't think any of it's right. And micro disappointment after micro disappointment, I think we are all tired. We just want to believe that we can look forward to the start of another season. But we are still very much in this season. In her book, When Things Fall Apart by Pema Chodron, she invites us to, quote, stay with the shakiness of a broken heart, with a rumbling stomach, with that feeling of hopelessness and wanting to get revenge that is the path of true awakening. Sticking with that uncertainty, getting the knack of relaxing in the midst of chaos, learning not to panic, this is the spiritual path. Getting the knack of catching ourselves, of gently and compassionately catching ourselves, is the path of the warrior. I have been catching myself daily. My emotions are a roller coaster, and... When I catch myself living either in the past and remembering how things were or thinking and constructing some imaginary future that doesn't exist yet, I am just reminding myself to come back to this moment. Because, as Pema Chodron says later, this very moment is the perfect teacher, and it's always with us. 
So navigating this time and feelings, if you're like me, is work. I'm bumping up against a feeling of being stuck, a feeling of wanting to fix the unfixable. It's out of our control, and I don't like that. Noticing how much I want to protect my kids and their experience, and trying to shift myself into more of a guide, because my role as protector is truly to guide them. My commitment to conscious parenting means that I have to allow them to have the full expression of their experience, which includes processing fear and disappointment. But I have to start with my own. I have to start by having a clear and honest inventory of my own emotions and surrendering to those, even the ones I don't like very much. And being real and also finding humor because humor fixes everything. So you will find me sometimes having a glass of wine or knocking out a funny dance in the kitchen and meditating every morning. I'm pulling from every single one of the tools that I've ever had in my arsenal of ways to stay mindful and balanced, calm, and to walk the middle ground. It's our nature to push up against the feeling of out of control. It's our wrestling with what is in this illusion of control. But it's in that wrestling, in that surrender, when we can let go and trust, get intimate with that feeling of fear that's where we start to really find out more about ourselves. When we resist the temptation to run away, that's where our freedom lies. And so 2020 has been a gift. It has been a hard-learned, hard-won gift, but it has offered us an opportunity to surrender, to show real courage. Not bravado and bustle, but real acceptance to share and collaborate, to reach out and comfort those who are feeling different grief than we are, to share our grief with others. 2020 has been an overwhelming year full of grief, trauma, and joy, and opportunity, and connection. I started to make a list the other day of all the things of 2020. And if I'm honest, 2020 has been a great year for so many things. Amidst the struggle, amidst the angst of so many things going unplanned, there have been real joys and pleasure. No, I didn't get to take the trip to Tuscany that my family had planned. No, my kids didn't get to finish out their school year. We canceled camp. Baseball season was canceled. But I started a podcast. I'm writing more. We're home with our kids for every dinner. We have long conversations at bedtime without any real rush of somewhere to be. So as we look to the second part of 2020, is the cup half full or half empty? Can you find evidence of all the places that you've had courage and tenacity, you've pivoted, 
you have moved through discomfort and pain and you have risen above it. You have shone as a light for your family and your friends. I would argue that you can. And if you haven't made that list yet, maybe now is the time to start because we do have a whole other half a year to go. So get clear on your wins. And if there's space and growth for more, if you've been bypassing or you have felt that you haven't been able to surrender, keep working at it because there's always opportunity in this moment just to let go, to let go of perfectionism and overwhelm and not enoughness and shame and overworking and all of the things that pull us back down. Let's instead embrace our power and our courage and our tenacity and our joy. Lean in with me into mindfulness and joy and beauty and harmony. Let 2020 be the year that we let go of the things that were stopping us from connecting with the people we care about. Let 2020 be the gift, the year that we finally stepped into our purpose and power. Let this global pandemic have the most beautiful ripple effect that five years down the road, you look back and say, 2020 was the year I said enough. I'm ready to live in my purpose, in my light. So even as you hold feelings of disappointment, of anger, of uncertainty about what's to come in the next season, let's make space for that courage, for that love, and just keep taking the next right step forward so we can continue to search for and cultivate joy and gratitude because that's all we can do and it's enough. In this moment and in the next moment, I commit to courage and joy and showing up with as much love as I can muster because the world needs us right now. The world needs you to rock your joy one day at a time. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. Feeling inspired and want to share the joy? Leave a review so others can find the podcast more easily. Want to hang out more with me? You can find me on the interwebs at www.anyarock.com. That's A-I-N-E-R-O-C-K. And I'm also on Instagram at Anya underscore healthy living. Till next time, rock your joy. This episode was produced by Dante32.